A spectacular play turned in by Bellinger. A remarkable catch by well, Mookie Betts. For Taylor who makes a diving catch. And I ain't even need to you got this right here. Put the work in. Put the work in. Five all the left. And deep. And This, this is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. Your pregame look at the L.A. Dodgers as we take you to first pitch. Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck is presented by Chevrolet. By New Roads. UCLA Health. Keeping you on top of your game. Children's Hospital L.A. From colds to cancer. We got this. The second eye-popping play. Wow. WSS. For all your footwear needs. Proud partner of the Dodgers. Shakey's Pizza. Get more meal for your deal at Shakey's today. And by your SoCal Toyota dealers. We make it easy. Now your host for Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. How do you not love him? Tim Cates. Hi, everybody, and welcome in to Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. Hope you're enjoying this beautiful Monday afternoon, early evening here in Southern California, your Los Angeles Dodgers, 101 and 44 on this season, your 2022 NL West champions after a seven and two road trip that included a sweep in San Francisco of the Giants. The Dodgers now return home for the start of an eight game homestand. First up, the Arizona Diamondbacks, Clayton Kershaw gets the start tonight in the series opener. First pitch from Dodger Stadium is coming up at 710. Coming up over the next hour here on Morongo Casino, Dodgers on deck. We'll hear from Dodger manager Dave Roberts. We'll dive deeper into this pitching matchup. In 30 minutes, your chance to play the Six Flags Wicked Good Play of the Game Contest. In 45 minutes, David Vasse will sit down with Max Muncy. We'll hear from Justin Turner last night in just a couple of minutes. We'll send it out to the booth and check in with Rick Monday and Charlie Steiner. Well, last night in San Francisco, the Dodgers battled through the rain to win in extra innings and finish off the sweep of the Giants. Andrew Heaney got the start. The left-hander was good through the three, first three innings of work. The Dodgers offense needed to turn around the lineup to get to Alex Cobb, but finally in the fourth, they did. Freddie Freeman, a leadoff walk. Next batter, Justin Turner. Cincinnati shut out the Cardinals today in St. Louis, 3-0. JT ropes it down the left field side. That's a fair ball. It's going to roll to the corner. Rumbling around second is Freeman. Freeman's going to get waved home. He touches third. He's on his way to the plate. There'll be no throw. And Justin Turner drives in the first run of the game with a double. It's 1-0 Dodgers. RBI double for red turn two. Dodgers up 1-0. The rain came in the fourth. A 20-minute delay when it left. Andrew Heaney would come back out and pitch the bottom of the fourth. Got into some trouble. Loaded the bases with one out. But Heaney struck out Evan Longoria and then struck out Joey Bart to get out of the threat and the inning unscathed. Dodgers lead was still one to nothing. Fast forward to the bottom of the fifth. Caleb Ferguson on a relief. He gave up a run unearned when Trey Turner threw the ball away, scoring Lewis Brinston. That tied the game in one. In the sixth, the Dodgers untied it with an RBI single scoring Trey Turner, and the Dodgers led two to one. The Dodgers lead remained until the bottom of the eighth when Alex Vestia got roughed up a little bit. J.D. Davis, a two-out ground rule double. That scored a run. That tied the game at two. Dodgers and Giants, well, they remained tied and went to extra innings. In the top of the 10th, Mookie Betts gave the Dodgers the lead. One out, Bellinger at third, 3-2. Swung on down the left field line, fair ball, a base hit, it rolls to the corner. Bellinger scores around first as Betts, and he is in the second with a one-out run scoring double, and the Dodgers take a 3-2 lead. 
That's the top tier play of the game brought to you by Arco Quality. Top tier gas for less. Some control issues from the Giants bullpen loaded the bases. Then Max Muncie drew a bases loaded walk to push across the fourth run of the game for the Dodgers. That would be big, that insurance run as the Dodgers were up 4-2. Go to the bottom of the 10th. Andre Jackson on relief. A leadoff walk would come back to haunt him. Wilbur Flores, an RBI single. That made it a 4-3 game. The bases would actually be loaded. Justin Brule would come in in relief and got Lamont Wade to ground out to end the game in the threat. Dodgers hang on and win in extra innings, 4-3. Their 101st win of this season. Their 15th win of the Giants this year. That's the most for the Dodgers since 1953. And the Dodgers cruising in the NL West. Just five games away from tying a franchise record for most wins in a season. Tonight, they return home for the start of an eight-game homestand, five-game series against the Arizona Diamondbacks. Clayton Kershaw on the mound, first pitch is 7-10. And with more, we head out to the ravine as we welcome in Rick Monday and Charlie Steiner, guys. All right, Tim, the Dodgers back home after going 7-2 and two on the road. There are 17 games left in the regular season. Of course, the Dodgers now with 101 wins. All they have to do to set an all-time franchise record for wins in a season is go 6-11. That would get them to 107. They are on a pace to win 113. As we mentioned, 7-2 on the road where they outscored the Padres, the Diamondbacks, and Giants 52-21, a plus 31 on that. Runners in scoring position, they hit 278. And the Dodgers continue mode to fire on all cylinders. And you got the feeling on the road trip that the Dodgers uh, had one goal initially right there. And uh, the carrot out in front of them was to win 100 games because if we look before that road trip, you mentioned they won seven of the nine. Before that road trip, they were not really uh, lining up uh, the radar gun as far as uh, the number of runs. They were four and three when they took that road trip. But now they've come back. They've uh, come back to that comfort zone. And this is a ball club with 101 victories. You begin to look at what they have been able to do. You and I had a chance to talk to Dave Roberts on the just completed road trip very briefly, but uh, this is a ball club that has great disdain for losing games and they show it each and every night that they take the field. One of the things I found being on the road in San Diego and then in Arizona where they clinched, there is a matter of factness about the work that they do. There is nobody terribly flamboyant. They're all workmanlike. They all are professionals. And this is one of those rare teams. Again, they've already won 101 games. And they really have become the gold standard of Major League Baseball this year. And you, we're not homers when we say that. Just you are what your record says you are, the attendance being what it is. The Dodgers are riding a, 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 a horse right now the likes of which very few teams in the last uh, several decades have had. Something that just came to mind. You remember our conversation with Dr. Neil Elitras just about, uh, oh, what, month, month and a half mm -hmm. ago, something like that. We're talking about injuries and players coming back and from a medical staff and from a managerial staff, what you have to do. And he tells his patients and the ball club, look, there are no shortcuts. Well, there are no, no shortcuts to winning, and that's what this ball club has done. Each and every night, they have their own little routine. We see the players come out early. They work on different things. They were out here early again today working on specific things, and it's a day-in and day-out battle. They just prepare, at least right now, better than any other team. Oh, by the way, Clayton Kershaw goes for the Dodgers tonight against Merrill Kelly. We'll detail that pitching matchup later on in the hour, too. All right, thank you very much. We're off and running here on Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. Coming up, we'll hear from Dodger manager Dave Roberts. David Vasse 
will check in. DV will also go one-on-one with Max Muncy. We'll break down this pitching matchup. Your chance to play the Six Flags. Wicked good play of the game contest. But up next, we'll hear from Justin Turner, who last night drove in the first run of the game. He is a doubles machine. Already a career high now for Red Turn 2. We'll hear from Justin when we come back as we lead up to Dodgers and Diamondbacks on this Monday night. I'm Tim Cates. This is Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. This, this is Morongo Casino Dodgers on Deck. Dodgers on Deck, y'all. On the official home of L.A. Dodgers baseball. Let's get you into the stadium and out of your car from the In-N-Out Dodgers Traffic Center. Here's Sabina Moran. All right, Tim, it's your Dodgers game day traffic and a really busy Monday night. First, the bus that's stuck north on the 5 just before the 10 connector. It's been extra busy on the 5 northbound to the 110, but we see delays to Riverside Drive and on the 110 through South LA northbound from Vernon all the way through to Stadium Way. There's congestion, but there shouldn't be any closures at the moment. And on the South 101, leaving Hollywood Boulevard and over to Alvarado, some patchy sewing, but should clear to the 110 connector. Connector. That's Dodgers game day traffic. I'm Sabina Mora. Thank you, Sabina. After the game, head on over to in and out for classic burgers, fries, and shakes. in and out that's what a hamburger's all about. Dodgers and Diamondbacks, Clayton Kershaw, Merrill Kelly, the pitching matchup. First pitch is coming up at 7-10. The Dodgers coming off a 7-2 road trip. They clinch the division in Arizona. They get the sweep over the Giants last night. The Dodgers 15 wins this year against the Giants, the most since 1953. They have not won this many games since moving out west in 1958 from Brooklyn. And they got the 15th win last night in San Francisco, thanks in part to Justin Turner, who had an RBI double early in the game to get the Dodgers on the board. And afterwards, he talked to David Vassay. Justin, you guys sweep the last two series here in San Francisco. That's not an easy thing to do. No, it's always tough playing up here, but uh, we played some good baseball and, and some good games. They always play us tough, and uh, it was good to get a an extra inning, one-run game winning up here to uh, finish off the series. You guys have been relentless, even with clinching the NL West, even with getting to 100 wins. Where does that start? Uh, it just starts with this group of guys and, and wanting to show up every day and, and wanting to win. It doesn't matter where we're at in the standings or where anyone else is. Um, you know, We want to show up to the field every day and win a ball game and, and feel good about ourselves when we're going home. Another RBI double for you tonight, Wheels. Six hits in this series. How good are you seeing the baseball these days? Uh, yeah, I'm feeling good in the plate, and uh, I think I'm making good decisions and swinging good pitches and just uh, ending ending at bats when they sh- when they should be ending. So, Good night to be a DH with this weather, JT. Yeah, I wasn't <laughs> mad about it. Thanks a lot, and congratulations on another series win. All right, we'll see you on the plane. Stay out of the, stay out of the snack aisle, all right? <laughs> all right, cannot confirm that he stayed out of the snack aisle, that is for sure, because, of course, it is. David Vassay. Still to come here on Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. We'll dive deeper into this pitching matchup. We'll hear from Max Muncy. But up next, we'll get you an injury report and we'll get the pregame thoughts from Dodger manager Dave Roberts. It's the Dodgers and Diamondbacks on this Monday night. Clayton Kershaw going for the blue. First pitch 710. I'm Tim Cates. This is Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. This is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. On your home for LA Dodgers baseball. Dodgers and Diamondbacks on this Monday night. Double hitter tomorrow. They're playing five games in four days against the Snakes. Clayton Kershaw, Merrill Kelly, the pitching matchup. First pitch from the stadium coming up at 7-10. The L.A. Dodgers Injury Report. 
Brought to you by UCLA Health. The official medical partner of the Los Angeles Dodgers, Blake Trinan, is getting closer to returning off the IL with the right shoulder tightness. David Price is throwing again with the left wrist inflammation. Tony Gonson on the IL, he's getting closer as is Bruce Dargraderall. Yancey Almonte is on a rehab assignment in AAA Oklahoma City. Setbacks, though, for Victor Gonzalez, Danny Duffy, who have paused their rehabs their season, not looking good for returning. Kevin Pilar is trying to make his way back from shoulder surgery. He is in AAA Oklahoma City. All right, let's get the pregame thoughts of the Dodger skipper. Anything else for Dave? Dave, do you think... Other questions for Dave? Dave, can you just describe... Dave, can you talk about the pressure? In the dugout with Dave Roberts. Dave, you're going to see the Diamondbacks eight times within a week by the end of this series. How unusual is that? Uh, it's unusual. I, I think that, uh, and we've got the Rockies uh, for six at the end of the season. So I think kind of looking at the way that the season started late, you're trying to cram games in, the schedule doubleheader for tomorrow. So uh, it is what it is. It's a schedule, and you got to play the schedule out, but it's certainly kind of uh, odd playing a team so much so, so recently. Familiarity and tension, are those two layers that you could encounter when you see a team this many times in such a short period? I don't think so. Um, I think there's certainly a, a, a mutual respect uh, for both organizations, from both organizations. Um, familiarity, certainly. Um, as far as tensions, I don't think so. They, those guys, uh, they're playing good baseball. they got a lot of young players that are excited to be here, um, and we're trying to do something great this year. So um, that's just our focus. Dave, Clayton Kershaw is on the mound for you today. Do you feel like uh, we've become a little bit numb to how good he is and take for granted days like today? Um, you know, I don't think so. Um, you know, you look at he's one of the greatest pitchers, if not the greatest pitcher in our generation. I, I think the fans get excited about seeing Clayton take the mound. I know we do uh, internally as a ball club. I know he doesn't take it for granted every start, and that's what makes him great. So, uh you know, for me, honestly, every time he takes the mound, I look forward to it. Do you feel like he's on track for October? Do you like what you're seeing from him recently? We do. We do. Um, the health is, is there. Um, the performance is there. Uh, the buildup is there. So, obviously, you know, the preparation, the mindset, all that stuff you can bank on. So, uh, we feel good right now. Your October road last year, how important will it be to get that first round by this year? Man, uh, what a difference a year makes. Um, I, I think that, you know, I've said it before, I, I do think, not to make excuses, but I do think that that kind of stretch took a toll on us. Um, but this year, uh, being in a different position and, and how we go about preparing ourselves uh, to finish the season, to be playing our best baseball and going to the postseason, that's front of mind. All right, there's Dave Roberts down in the dugout with his pregame thoughts brought to you by Alignment Health. Get the freedom you deserve with Alignment Health Plan's AVA PPO plan. Visit alignmenthealthplan.com today. When we continue here on Dodgers on Deck, we'll check in with David Vasse for leading up to first pitch on this Monday night, Dodgers and Diamondbacks. I'm Tim Cates, this is Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. This is Morongo Casino Dodgers on Deck. Your home for the blue all season long. It's the Dodgers and Diamondbacks on this Monday night. They'll play five games over four days. Tomorrow's a doubleheader, then they'll play Wednesday night and Thursday night. Tonight it's Clayton Kershaw, Merrill Kelly, the pitching matchup. First pitch coming up at 710. Joining Tim Cates on Dodgers on Deck. I accept everybody for who they are. This is Dodger Insider, David Bassett. <gasps> 
David Massey now joins us before the Dodgers and the Snakes. The first of five over the next four days out at Dodgers Stadium. Dave, this Dodgers team, they've already clinched the division. 101 wins. How does Dave Roberts, this coaching staff, this team balance time off and being ready for October? Well, none of them seem to be concerned about that, Tim. And there's been some historical references for Dave Roberts and his players to look at. None of them's buying into a long layoff is going to create rust. They're not going to buy into playing every day is going to create a championship. There has been mixed results with all of this. And if you look back at Trey Turner's Washington Nationals team, Turner told us in San Francisco that before the World Series, when the Nationals got through the NLCS rather quickly, they had a week layoff before game one of the World Series against the Astros, and we all know who won that World Series. So there's no absolutes when it comes to this, and it feels like if you look at the history of teams with layoffs, uh, extended layoffs, because the Dodgers are going to have five days from the last day of the regular season until game one of the NLDS to get ready, uh, they believe that because they have a veteran team, they'll be able to be better equipped with experience to handle and make sure they're ready for game one of the NLDS, whether it's taking days off during the regular season or being sharp for those first five days before the playoffs start for them. So none of them are overly concerned on the balance between rest and staying sharp. Mentioned this is five games in four days. Doubleheader tomorrow, Dave. Who starts these two games? Well, it was uh, we knew the pitchers, Michael Grove and Tyler Anderson. Dave Roberts clarified that it was going. To, it is going to be Michael Grove for the noon start tomorrow here for the first game of the doubleheader, and Ryan Pepio may be called back up as a 29th man for the doubleheader just to piggyback an insurance policy, if you will for Michael Grove in game one of the doubleheader. And Tyler Anderson will start game two for the Dodgers. He is still currently on the paternity list, so the Dodgers will have to officially activate him tomorrow before game two to uh, have him ready to start. And there's obviously some options. Andre Jackson, Justin Brule come to mind. And uh, obviously, if the Dodgers do use Pepio as the 29th man, they can maneuver the roster uh, and have Tyler Anderson be the 29th man for game two of that doubleheader. That's tomorrow. Tonight, it's Clayton Kershaw, Dave. That's right, Clayton Kershaw back on the mound. He flew back early from San Francisco before first pitch last night, so he did not have to uh, fly back home with the Dodgers, as is customary for the next day starting pitcher that is not starting in the city the team is in flies back it's not something that he wanted to do but obviously it's the best thing for him to get a good night's sleep and quite honestly these Dodger players uh, got back to uh, got back to Southern California yesterday around 11:30 last night so they're well rested and ready to go Dave is brought to you by Ford. Truck Month is here. Get behind the wheel of a Ford F-150 truck and get after it with an available interior work surface. Visit your local Southern California Ford dealer to learn more. Dave, we're getting down the final stretch here. 17 games to go, including tonight for these Dodgers. It's a pretty favorable schedule if you look at it. It is, but it's a very compact schedule. The Dodgers have already embarked on this stretch of games in the month of September where they're playing 26 games in the final 28 days of the season, including tomorrow's doubleheader. And when they return home 
from the last road trip of the year in San Diego next week. They're going to play their final six regular season games against the Rockies. And the reason why it's six consecutive games is because on the original schedule, the Dodgers and Rockies were going to close out the regular season with three games here at Dodger Stadium. But because of the lockout and the late start to the season, Major League Baseball tacked on the first three games of what was originally part of the schedule to the final part of the schedule. So that's why you have six against the Rockies to close out the season and five here to open up this homestand against the Diamondbacks. Dave, great stuff. We'll check back with you in a couple minutes. Looking forward to your conversation with Max Muncy. That's coming up in 15 minutes, Dodger fans. All right, I need three contestants because it's time for the Six Flags Most Wicked Play of the Game Contest. 866-987-2570. You predict the player in the inning, the most thrilling play will happen. And if you're correct, you're going to win season passes to Six Flags Magic Mound. It's the Dodgers and Diamondbacks. First pitch at 710. I'm Tim Cates. This Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. As we were saying, this is Morongo Casino Dodgers on Deck on the official home of L.A. Dodgers baseball. It's the Dodgers and Diamondbacks on this Monday night. Clayton Kershaw, Merrill Kelly, the pitching matchup in this series opener. Five games in four days. Doubleheader tomorrow, noon and 7 o'clock. First pitch tonight coming up at 710. This is the Six Flags Wicked Good Play of the Game. All right, our three contestants are ready to go. Mark, you are first up. Mark, you get to pick first. What's your guess? Hello. Yeah, what's your guess, Mark? Go ahead. Uh, that would be Justin Turner in the eighth. Justin Turner in the eighth inning. All right, good luck to you, Mark. Anthony is our second contestant. Anthony, welcome. What is your guess? Uh, Max Muncy in the seventh. Max Muncy in the seventh inning. All right, good luck to you, Anthony. Glenn is our third and final contestant. Glenn, welcome. What is your pick? Uh, Mookie Betts in the sixth. Mookie Betts in the sixth inning. All right, good luck to you, Glenn, Anthony, and Mark, our three contestants in the Six Flags Wicked Good Play of the Game Contest. A world of fear awaits at Six Flags Magic Mountains Fright Fest. Select nights through Halloween with 14 terrifying haunted houses and dare to enter scare zones. Visit SixFlags.com for spooky details on tickets and passes. All right, the weeks are counting down to the postseason. The Dodgers Road to Blue October. Dodgers with the best record in the National League and best record overall in baseball, for that matter. They're the top seed in the National League when the postseason comes around. Mets have the second-best record. They are 93-55. The St. Louis Cardinals have an eight-game lead over the Brewers in the NL Central on the verge of clinching that division. Those are the top three teams. As for the three wild-card spots in the National League, the Atlanta Braves have a firm grasp on the top wild-card spot. They're one game back of the Mets, by the way, in the division in the East. Then it's the Padres who have overtaken the Phillies as far as the second spot. They have half game lead. They've won three in a row. The Phillies, they've lost four in a row. They have the third wild card spot. Two games ahead of the Milwaukee Brewers who are still in the running with about 16 games to go there for Milwaukee Brewers. The Dodgers are driving towards a blue October just like Californians are driving to beat COVID-19. Let's continue to stay healthy and strong. Get boosted. Visit MyTurn.com MyTurn.ca.gov That's MyTurn.ca.gov to find a booster near you. When we continue here on Dodgers on Deck, we'll check in with Rick Monday as we're leading you up to first pitch on this Monday night. Dodgers and Diamondbacks. I'm Tim Cates. This is Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. This is Morongo Casino Dodgers on Deck. Dodgers on Deck, y'all. On the official home of L.A. Dodgers baseball. 
It's the Dodgers and Diamondbacks. Clayton Kershaw, Merrill Kelly. The pitching matchup in this series opener. First pitch coming up at 7-10. Still to come, we'll get you the keys to the game. We'll hear from Max Muncy, and we'll dive deeper into this pitching matchup tonight. But first... And now, joined by David Masse, here's L.A. Dodgers broadcaster and World Series champion Dodger, Rick Monday. Rick, the Dodgers and Diamondbacks again. We just saw this series in Arizona, and these two teams are going to play a five-game series. I thought it was Groundhog Day this morning. <laughs> yeah. when I looked up and uh, started to do some notes uh, before coming to the ballpark. Yeah, it's Arizona coming again, and for the Dodgers, uh, you know, they come in. Not a bad record either. 101 games, just 44 losses. Um, not bad in September, 11-5 and five coming off of a road trip where they won seven of the nine games. And uh, they should have taken seven of the nine with the teams that they were playing in. I don't mean uh, disparaging uh, remarks towards uh, San Diego, Arizona, and San Francisco, but the numbers kind of speak for themselves as far as the numbers and records of those other three teams. When you think about it, Rick, the Dodgers left for the road trip uh, just trying to chase down the NLS championship. It was in sights, but they returned home, NLS champions, and like you said, the fastest team to win 100 games in Dodger history. Yeah, and they did it four fewer games than the 1953 Brooklyn Dodgers were able to accomplish 100 victories. So that's, that's a big deal. And, and I think, yes, is that the Dodgers kind of reorganized themselves on the road trip because they were not playing really uh, optimal baseball prior to uh, the, the last homestand ending. They got their act together, and this is a ball club, and just talking to Dave Roberts at various times, and, and the players as well, this is a ball club that does not like to lose. Forget what the record is. They don't like to lose. Period. Case closed. And they showed that last night, going 10 innings, relentless in their pursuit, over, let's be real, Rick, the game was not going to decide much of anything for the Dodgers. No, the only thing it was going to decide last night was uh, how long the rain delay was. It was only 20-minute <laughs> yeah. rain delay. And for the, the Dodgers to win also in extra innings, uh, that's a little confidence booster because they have not done particularly well, uh, as we know, in extra innings. Not done well in the perspective of how good this ball club is. And uh, let's keep in perspective also. Yes, it's 162 games. It's the first step of the season. It's the longest step of the season right now to this point. That's to get the postseason play. There are still some other steps to be taken, and each step is going to get more and more difficult. Tonight's Dodger game plan is sponsored by California Community Colleges. Create your game plan for life with a college education. Enroll today at ICanGoToCollege.com. I've got something for you, David. Oh, since Clayton Kershaw is going to pitch tonight, this is a kind of an anniversary for Clayton Kershaw because it was on this date eight years ago that he becomes the Dodgers' first 20-game winner since Claude Osteen had accomplished that feat in 1969 and again in 1972. So for Kershaw, yeah, he uh, defeated the Cubs on this date 2014 at Wrigley Field one thing to remember, it was a very cold, blustery, and very windy afternoon. The Dodgers, yes, they scored 14 runs, but nonetheless, Clayton Kershaw uh, was the game's first 20-game winner that year. It's hard to believe after 15 years, Kershaw is still pitching at this level. Sure, there's been more injuries, Rick, but he's still pitching at a very high level. Well, you start to look at what he's done. Just take the overall batting average, 204 for the season. Then you start to say, okay, well, what about... In, in critical situations, which you would label as runners in scoring position. Are we in agreement on that one? Yeah. Okay, that's a 179 
average against. Just 12 hits and 67 advance when he's had runners in scoring position. So here's a guy that uh, throughout his career. Today is uh, start number 395 in his uh, career regular season games. All he has done has gone 193 wins, only 87 losses. What's the best way to describe Kershaw, Rick, as far as his style? Because he's not overpowering anymore, but is yeah. the precision what his calling card is now? Relentless is one, one word that comes immediately to my mind. Relentless in his preparation, relentless in his, I think, attitude on the mound. And if plan A isn't working, he'll go to plan B. If that isn't working, he'll go to plan C. And then if it need be, He'll go back and start over in plan A and see if it happens to come off the shelf. He is absolutely relentless when he is on the mound. Talked early about the ball club not wanting to lose, hating to lose. Yeah. Kershaw is probably the poster child for that. Hey, it's nights like tonight that in a game that really doesn't have much bearing on the direction of the season, you have a pitcher on the mound that only demands the best from the guys behind him. Yeah, well, you're the same way, David, because you're doing <laughs> double duty tonight. Not only are you charming the airwaves on radio, you're also delighting the camera on television tonight. You're hired, Rick. Thank you. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Tim, we'll send it back to yeah, you. you got to get that suit back, don't you? Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, no kidding. Overcharge. <laughs> All right. Thank you, guys. Dodgers baseball is brought to you by Shanky's Home of the Original Pizza, Chicken, and Mojo's. The triple play of flavor on game night. Feed the group for about 10 bucks a person only at Shanky's. Still to come here on Dodgers on Deck, we'll get a deeper dive into this pitching matchup tonight with Clayton Kershaw going for the blue. Rick and Charlie will have the keys to the game, but up next we go high and tight. With Max Muncy leading up to Dodgers and Diamondbacks. I'm Tim Cates, this is Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. This is Morongo Casino Dodgers on Deck. We got a new game. On your home for LA Dodgers baseball. Let's get you into that stadium and out of your car from the In-N-Out Dodgers Traffic Center. Once again, here she is, Sabina Mora. And close-up look at the stadium. It's Dodgers game day traffic. Thank you, Tim. First on the 10 eastbound leaving Mid-City. We still see the patchy sewing, but uh, no crashes leaving Western, and that's over to the 110 connector, or if you're taking the 5 instead, it uh, looks like it's a little bit better into Boyle Heights. Uh, no new issues there. That was an earlier problem with a bus uh, stuck north on the 5 to the 10. Southbound traffic on the 101 has been busy. Hollywood Boulevard over to Alvarado if you're taking that to the 110, and traffic to Stadium Way heading southbound leaving Highland Park a much better drive to the off-ramp. That's your Dodgers game day traffic. I'm Sabina Mora. Thank you, Sabina. After the game, head on over to In-N-Out for classic burgers, fries, and shakes. In-N-Out, that's what a hamburger's all about. Dodgers Diamondbacks, Clayton Kershaw, Merrill Kelly, the pitching matchup. Rick and Charlie are going to have the keys to the game coming up. Also dive deeper into tonight's pitching matchup. But first, David Vasse. And now, what will likely be Vasse fielding insults from a Dodger player. It's an engagement of endearment. This is high and tight. Max, this is an unusual series. You're going to see the Diamondbacks five times with a doubleheader. This uh, schedule with the lockout is starting to catch up to everybody. Yeah, it's uh, it's very unusual. You know, after this, we have the Rockies then the year with yeah. six games. So it's uh, it's not something you usually see. You don't, you know you normally don't see the entire rotation for the other team. But um, you know, it's just how the schedule's worked out and what what everyone's got to work around, both us and them. 
Max, after the Diamondbacks leave town, the Cardinals and Teal Albert come to Dodger Stadium with him on the verge of hitting 700 home runs. You were extremely close to Albert last year. Would you like to see him do it? Look, no one likes to see home runs get hit against their team, but I think we would all be okay with the exception of this one. Um, you know, I think all of us in here are kind of rooting that he gets 700 at Dodger Stadium. That'd be pretty sweet. It'd be pretty special. I know for him it'd be special with his family around. Um, you know, I think they're still in California, so it's just, uh, uh, I, you know, I think even some of our pitchers would be okay with giving up that home run. Like I said, no one wants to give up the home run, and no one wants the home run hit on their team, but uh, I think we're all kind of hoping it does happen here at Dodger Stadium. That'd be pretty special. How much have you been keeping tabs on his home run chase? We've all been keeping tabs on it. You know, anytime he... Anytime he's in the batter's box, we got it on the TV somewhere, and it's uh, you know it's just really fun to watch. He's such a good guy. We're all so happy for him, and uh, uh, you know I think the coolest part about it is he's contributing to a team that's in a playoff hunt, and it's you know it's not just like a uh, a feel good story. It's not you know hey let's go around here some at bats. He's actually he's been one of their better hitters, and he's contributing, and it's fun to see for a guy like Albert who's had the career that he's had, and. Um, you know, for him to go out there and be competing at the level he's competing at, it's 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 really fun to watch. What's the lasting impact he'll have on Max Muncy? <sighs> Just be a good guy. You know, it, it, he's the, the way he went about things, and you know, the way he interacted with people, with fans, with coaches, with other teams. It's just. You know, it, it's it's there's a lot of uh, I see a lot of that in Freddie, and you know, that's just it's it's a special it's a special characteristic that they have, and um, you know to me I think that'll be the most lasting impact is enjoy your time out here, enjoy the game. You only get to play for so long, and uh, you know not all of us are going to get to play it for 40 years like Albert has, but um, you know it's 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 a. Uh, 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 you know, it'll be, it'll be really special to see him again for sure. Max, you guys are very talented. A lot of really good hitters on this team, but you mentioned Freddie Freeman. What's the impact he's had in those hitter meetings that have spilled out onto the field? Yeah, I think the biggest thing is just go out there and compete every single day. You know, when, when Doc goes around and tells guys that they got days off, you know, I think one of Freddie's biggest impacts is, hey, no, I want to fight to be in that lineup. I need to be in that lineup. I can't help the team if I'm sitting on the bench. And when you have a whole clubhouse fighting to get in that lineup, um, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty fun. And on top of that, you know, guys understand you're not going to be in the lineup every day unless you're Freddie or Trey. But, um, you know, it's just when you have a whole team fighting to be in the lineup but also not complaining about it, you know, understanding the role. And it's, uh, it's created the chemistry that we have and it's created the team that we have. Is that why you and the others are not concerned about the balance of rest and staying sharp as you get closer to the end of the season? You got to be playing. You can't. You can't take time off. You know, when the season's over, we're gonna have five days in between the. You know, the last game in that division series. That's more than enough time for guys to get their rest in. So we need to go out there and uh, prepare every single day, like it's you know, like we're fighting for something. And um, you know, we do a great great job of doing that. We focus on the game at hand, the pitcher at hand. Um, you know, everyone's out there trying to win that pitch for that day. And when when that's what you're focused on, it, it's created. You know, it's it's why we've been so good this year. Is we haven't looked we haven't looked too far ahead. We're not looking behind. Uh, we're just focusing on what we can focus on, and that's that's the pitch at hand, and that's winning the day. When you have that type of identity, does that make the 162 marathon easier? Yeah, you know, it, it's a very long season, and 162 games is a lot of games. But you're not you're not trying to win 162 games. You're trying to win one game. You know, you're trying to win one game, and that's the day you show up for. And when that's what you're focused on, you're trying to win that game at the at, at that time. Then uh, you know it, it kind of makes the the year um, a little bit more reasonable. You know, it's just 
it's just one of those things where you can only con- you, you can only control what you can control and you can't worry about other things and what we can control is how we prepare for each game and how we go out there and play each game and that's what we're going to do you've done that all season long good and bad how have you been able to start to feel like max muncie again oh it just it doesn't matter about you it's it's the team that matters and uh you know every single day you have a chance to do something to help the team win and sometimes it's the you know it's the the not not you know well-known things if you strike out maybe you go up there and you see eight nine pitches and you're striking out that's a positive because the pitcher's tired he's throwing more pitches we get to the bullpen and then in a you know three four game series that guy has to throw more pitches and that means that the bullpen has to throw more and so then they can't just use certain guys for only you know one or two times they have to go out there and, and pitch every single day and that's tough on those guys so there's a lot of things you can do to help the team win that's not you know not hitting a home run and not uh, you know it, there's just there's so many ways you can help the team win and that's that's what you have to focus on thanks a lot for the time congratulations on a great season i know the numbers may not reflect it but you've come out on the other side at the right time like i said it doesn't matter about me what matters is the team is doing great and if i can do any little thing to help the team win then i feel like i've had a great year and so that's that's all I, that's that's all i'm going to worry about and uh you know every day like i said you show up and you have a chance to help the team win and that's all that matters There he is, the papa, Max Muncy. Had some daddy daycare, and now he's ready for a baseball game. Thanks, Max. Thanks. All right, thank you, David. Thank you, Max. Dodger fans, where you need the very best care for your child, go to Children's Hospital Los Angeles, ranked number one in California for pediatric care. Find the right doctor at chla.org. Leading you up to first pitch, Dodgers and Diamondbacks on this Monday night. Up next, we'll dive deeper into tonight's pitching matchup. I'm Tim Cates, this Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. This is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. On your home for the blue all season long. Looking to sell your junk car? Jose Mora here. Pick your party of Southern California's leading car buyer paying top dollar for your vehicle today. Call 800-962-CARS and let Pick Your Part hit a home run for you. Dodgers and Diamondbacks start of a five-game series over the next four days. So it'll be a doubleheader tomorrow. More on that coming up. First pitch tonight, though, coming up at 7-10. And now, before the Dodgers hit the diamond, we look at the pitching matchup. Presented by your Southern California Toyota dealers. New vehicles like Slake New Camry is arriving daily at your Toyota dealer. To see all offers or find a dealer near you, visit Toyota.com. They make it easy. Clayton Kershaw going for the Dodgers. 8-3 and three with the 244 ERA. The 34-year-old left-hander makes making his 18th start this year. He's battled through a couple of stints on the IL with a sore lower back. Since coming back from his recent stint on the IL, four starts, 1-0 with an ERA around two. Last time out, seven shutout innings, two hits, five strikeouts, and a win over these same Diamondbacks against the Snakes, 19-11 and with a 2.73 ERA and 40 career starts, 200 and 66 strikeouts. He's facing veteran Merrill Kelly, who's 33 years old. The right-hander is 12 and 6 with a 3.01 ERA. It's his fourth season in the big leagues. Before that, spent some time in the Korean baseball organization, the league over there in Korea, dominated and had a really good time. Before that, was in the Tampa Bay Rays organization. He's in his 30th start of the season this year for the Diamondbacks, 6 and 1 with a 2.43 ERA and a sub-1 WHIP in his last 14 starts. Named National League Pitcher of the Month for the month of July going 4-0 with a 131 ERA, 0-4 with an 8.50 ERA and four starts this season against the Dodgers in his career, 0-8 with a 5.81 ERA and 11 starts. Merrill Kelly, Clayton Kershaw, Dodgers and Diamondbacks. First pitch from Dodger Stadium is 15 minutes away. Keys to the game are next. I'm Tim Cates, this is Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network.
As we were saying, this is Morongo Casino Dodgers on Deck on the official home of L.A. Dodgers baseball. Dodgers and Diamondbacks, Clayton Kershaw, Merrill Kelly, the pitching matchup. First pitch from Dodger Stadium is coming up at 710. Dodgers baseball is brought to you by Metro, celebrating the real MVPs of Los Angeles. Our bus operators, remember to thank your driver. All right, before first pitch, let's head back out to the booth. Final check-in with Rick and Charlie. Guys. All right, Tim, the Dodgers and Diamondbacks get ready for the first of a four-game series. Dodgers having come home, winning seven of nine on the road. Dodger magic number in winning the division. That's long in the rearview mirror. Now it's seven over the Mets to have the best record of the National League. 11 over the Astros to have the best record in baseball. What does that mean? The Dodgers would have home field advantage throughout the postseason as long as they last. And the Dodgers sending out Clayton Kershaw tonight against Arizona's Merrill Kelly. And that's something to really shoot for, that, that home field advantage. The Dodgers, of course, will have five days off before they have to really enter into the fray of postseason play, and that's going to be interesting within itself. But if you look at Kershaw, I mean, the numbers just continue on and on and on. Tonight, career number 395 during the regular season, and he just continues on his ERA in his career, regular season under two and a half. And, you start to look at what he's also done recent times, in particular when he gets into trouble. Runners in scoring position, Clayton Kershaw turns himself into a machine. Just a 179 batting average in that area. And the other area we've been talking about for years and years now, when he gets no balls and a strike on hitters, this year it's just a 135 batting average against him. That's why we see a lot of hitters trying to go up there Swinging at the first pitch. And more th times than not, he is successful. Clearly 395 starts. That will be tonight's total. 30th start of the season for Merrill Kelly, 12-6, and six, an ERF just a skosh over three. Well, Kelly's going to have to change. The Dodgers will not, although the Dodgers are capable of uh, adjusting during a ball game. They proved that through 101 different uh, games that they've been able to win. But for Kelly, he's made four starts against the Dodgers. They've not been enjoyable for him. He's 0-4, ERA of 8.5, and, and he has been backing up a lot of bases in 18 innings over those four starts. He's given up 24 hits, four home runs. He's walked 13. That's one area he's going to have to cut down on tonight, eliminate a lot of base runners. Dodgers 7-2 and two on the recently completed road trip, and they've won 45 of their last 60. 101 wins on the year. Lineups and first pitch coming up. All right, first pitch when we return. The start of a five-game series in four days. Tonight, doubleheader tomorrow. Wednesday night, back in action. And then Thursday night, they'll wrap up the series. Five games in four days. And then T.O. Albert, Albert Pujols, comes to town for a weekend set against his former teammates. Dodgers and Diamondbacks, the start of the series is next. Rick and Charlie have the call. I'll be back with all the postgame festivities. I'm Tim Cates. This has been Morongo Casino. Dodgers on deck on the Los Angeles Dodgers. Audio Network. Enjoy the game, everybody.